Okay. Hi. Okay, so welcome back to the podcast. I'm here with uh, Tote Gabor. Um, he is a friend of mine from Hungary. And Gabor, why don't you, yeah, tell us a little bit about yourself. Oh, uh, yeah. Okay, so I'm from Hungary, as you said, and I work as a computer programmer for like three years now. And I also study in the University of Szeged. Uh, I study to be a computer engineer, but my studies doesn't go very smoothly, but I, I, I'm trying my best. <laughs> I'm sure you're doing well. Uh, that's a lot of, that's a, an intense course of study. That's a lot to do. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Um, so Gabor, why don't you tell us a little bit about your spiritual background? All right. So I'm a member of the Church of Jesus Christ of Latter-day Saints for five years now, I believe. I met with this church when uh, Levi was on his mission. He was actually in the city where I I am in, I'm a member. And uh, we were meeting back then. That's how we know each other. Yep. And... Uh, uh, have you thought, uh, have you talked about this church or anything? Um, a little bit, yeah. I've just kind of um, explained that it's a Christian church and that we have kind of a general Christian background. Yeah, pretty much. Yeah. Well, excellent. Thank you for talking about that. Um, I I don't know that I have mentioned previously on the podcast, but in our, our church it's pretty typical for um, young men and women to, they can serve a voluntary, um, service mission. And so I, I served one of those missions and I lived in Hungary for two years and, um, I met Gabor in a city called Seged. And so that was one of my favorite times of my whole life. It was wonderful. It was really fun to, to meet incredible people, especially like Gabor, who is the coolest. So <laughs> it's really, really fun. Okay. You well, fi- let's you just... finished your oh, mission go- in Seged, right? Yes, that was the last city that I served in. Yeah, it was so it was long really fun. ago. <laughs> it was so long ago. It was almost, uh, it'll be, uh, it, it already was five years, yeah. Yeah, it was like five, five and ago. a half years ago. That's crazy. Wow. Um, well, today we are talking about um, Star Wars Episode Four: A New Hope. Um, and we are discussing this through the theme of hope. And I just like right off of the bat, I thought that it was really interesting. This is the first film that was ever made. This is the where George Lucas started his journey on on beginning this Star Wars experience. But when it was first and originally made, it did not have a title. It was just Star Wars. And so I think it's really interesting that this movie, like it became a new hope. Like that's what they eventually changed the name to. And I think that that's really kind of fitting that we're talking about hope with this. <laughs> it's a, a fitting title. So um, just with, um, with watching this movie and kind of going over it again, um, what did you notice? What were some examples of hope that you noticed when you were watching it? Well, basically, the whole movie is built on hope. Like yeah. when Leia sent the droids to Tatooine that she hoped that they can find Obi-Wan Kenobi and they can yes. be returned to the rebels. And then I, I when I thought the same yeah, thing. 
Yeah. And when R2 went on his little mission finding Obi-Wan Kenobi, run of Luke, and uh, hoping that, like, I don't know if a droid can hope or not, but he was, <laughs> he felt like hoping to find him. Yeah. Like no, Luke mentioned, I, I, Obi-Wan's, Obi-Wan's location, and he tried to find him. Yeah. I think it's really interesting. Um, so I, I noticed the exact same things that you did. That um, So, like, um, Leia sending those droids out and, and even R2 with his whole thing. But something that I thought was really interesting is um, this whole movie, you know, it's all about hope. It's all about um, everything to do with hope. But C-3PO is, like, a big part of this movie, and he never has hope. <laughs> He's always... yeah. He's always in despair. He's always like, we're going to die. We're going to be destroyed. We're never going to make yeah, it. He always wants to die. <laughs> I think it's so, I, I just, I think it's fascinating that there is that direct opposite in the movie. And a lot of people talk about how much that they like C-3PO. But when I like, I mean, the earliest that I can remember of watching this movie, I always remember not liking C-3PO. And I think it is because he's not hopeful, right? Like he's just kind of yeah. a downer. <laughs> Um, yeah, I I read about it or or I heard about it like in the end of the third movie uh, the droids were like 3-3PO was totally erased so he didn't remember any of his actions before and I think that's part of his him being hopeless yeah I, I think that's a good um... like R2 had all his memories that is a really interesting thing. I I forgot about that. Do you think that in so like do you think that that means that hope is like um like built like with, when we have past experiences and we see things work and that helps us to have hope that future things will work as well? Yeah, I think so. Like positive uh experience can give us hope. Yeah. I like that a lot. Um, one of my questions that I wrote down, um, is, so we often talk about how like there's hope and then the opposite of hope is like despair, like not being able to feel like anything is going to go right or whatever. Mm-hmm. Um, but so like the, the empire and the stormtroopers, they're determined to find the droids because they're afraid that if they don't, that like Darth Vader is going to punish or kill them or whatever. So I was wondering if we can also think that the opposite of hope is fear. Do you think that fear like stops the ability to have hope? I yeah, that's interesting. Uh I think it can. Like fear can be um stronger than hope. Yeah. And uh, the fear of something can kill hope. Like I, I experienced it in my life that I was feared to lose something and I stopped hoping to gain something. Yeah. I think that's really, that's really interesting. I think that kind of goes back to when we were talking a little bit about like building hope that it has to, you know, that it goes little by little. I think that, um, a lot of times we think of hope either, like it's either going to be there, we're going to have hope or we don't have hope, but I think it's more kind of like a, on a spectrum, right? Like where there's, there's different levels of hope and we can have a little bit of hope mm-hmm. and that's still good, but that can build and grow. And I think that we kind of see that a little bit in like Leia 
something that I really noticed about Leia this time and that I, I really appreciated is, so she has like, it's like this indestructible hope. So like, she is like hopeful that the Death Star plans will get to where they need to go to. And she's hopeful that even though her whole planet and her whole home and everything that she's known has been destroyed, she's still hopeful that it'll like, it'll be that it's not for nothing, right? That she's like, we're going to find success. We're going to be able to defeat this, this evil. And I think that when she has that hope that she also has power, like, like when she is hopeful like that, she's able to like resist the, the probe droid and and she's able to like be strong in the face of all these difficulties. Um, And I was wondering what you thought about hope being like powerful being, I don't know, something like that. Hope can be powerful if you have high hopes on something. You will you will do everything for that thing, uh, yeah. for that desired thing, like she did. She beaten. She defeated, or I don't know how to say it in proper English. So she <laughs> defeated Vader basically when yeah no. she and also the whole Empire when she refused to share the location of the rebel base. Even though it costs her uh, home planet and her oh, I father, I love that. I think that that's that's really beautiful. She, I think that you said it exactly right. She really did like. So this is also when like the the movies introduce like these rebels, right? They are rebelling against mm-hmm. the system that is is powerful but oppressive, and I think you're exactly right that when we refuse to bow down to something that we know to be wrong. I think that we do defeat it, even though it might not look like it. Like, right? Like, she didn't, like, it's not, she, like, she didn't, like, kill Darth Vader, and she didn't destroy the Empire, but she did defeat them in that moment. I love that. Yeah. I think that's so cool. Um, so, also, I think that we also have to talk about um, the the phrase, help me, Obi-Wan Kenobi, you're my only hope. That <laughs> That's, like, where um, one of the few times in the movie that we actually hear the word hope um, but this is, um, something that like, um, a lot of people really hold on to and that it's a, it's a really beautiful phrase and it's something that's repeated a lot, but like, what are your thoughts on, um, that line of, of like, you're my only hope? Well, she never met Obi-Wan Kenobi before. She never met any Jedi before, but, uh, her father, uh, Bail Organa did and, uh, she trusted he, her father so much that uh, he knows that Obi-Wan Kenobi can help the rebellion. And that I think that trust gave her hope that this can be true. I love that. I I think it really is fascinating that like hope and like faith and trust, they seem to be really connected together. And I... I, I've never I've never thought about that. In my mind, for whatever reason, in my head, Leia did know Obi-Wan Kenobi somehow, but she doesn't. She really doesn't. She never meets him. She's never seen him. She's never worked with him. I think that that's really cool to think of, um, that all of this hope that she has is really just based solely off the fact that she she trusts in her father, that she she hope uh, has faith that what he is saying is is right and good i think that's that's yeah. really cool actually actually uh, previously she worked with jedi and uh, we can know that from the 
uh, animated series Star Wars Rebels that she oh, yes. worked with uh, Ezra and Kanan. I, That's true, I, think I forgot Kanan about was that. There. And so she knew the Jedi, she knew what they are capable of, but uh, like Kanan is dead, Ezra is like missing, <laughs> and basically there is like two more Jedi's al- ari- uh, alive at that time, and we don't know anything about one of them. And the yeah. other one is Obi-Wan Kenobi. And she knows that the Jedi are powerful and uh, and they can make this war, like they can turn this war to the other, like turn over, how do you say that in English? Um, like turn like, the tide of the war or like... Yeah. Yeah, that. like change, turn it for the better, help them. Yes. So that's also what could give her hope. Yeah, I love that. I'm glad that you mentioned Rebels because I actually wrote something down about Obi-Wan Kenobi. So I I love thinking about Obi-Wan Kenobi in in Exile. So like there's one or two episodes that introduce Obi-Wan Kenobi um, in the Star Wars Rebels series. Um, And it shows Mm -hmm. him in Exile. He's just protecting Luke just kind of like from a distance. And I, I just think it's really interesting that he... So, like, he, he's completely hopeless, right? Like, his whole culture and all the people that he knows, like, they've all been murdered. They've all been slaughtered. And everything, like, it, I mean, from episode three, it's almost like everything is, it's just, like, broken. It's worthless. There's, um, there's no hope behind it. But I love that he still spends his time guarding Luke because he views Luke as their last hope, their last... Um, their last shred of hope that something good is going to come from this. Mm-hmm. And I like how, like, the idea that hope and purpose are sort of, like, they kind of go hand in hand, that that you can have hope by having something that is purpose, purposeful to you. Like, Leia's the, one of these leaders of the rebellion, and even though sometimes, I mean, she's facing really, really difficult situations, but she has that purpose of rebelling and that gives her hope. And I, I think that that's an interesting kind of concept. Mm-hmm. Um, in the first episode of Rebels, we can uh, hear a little message he uh, sent out through the holocrons. And uh, in that thing, he basically, I tried to find it, but I... See, I, I can't find it right now. But basically, <laughs> he um, says that uh, everything is gone. And he also says to have faith in the Force, even though you cannot visit the temples. It's kind of like we have right now, or we had to, uh, in our church during the the coronavirus quarantines we couldn't we can't i think we still can't visit temples uh-huh. uh, but we need to stay strong in our faith and that's what the jedi had to do uh, yeah he said that stay strong and uh, just hide away until a new hope emerges i love that i i i didn't um i think that that watching this story and, and thinking about faith has really helped me to um, to kind of get some insight in some of the the more recent events in in life, and I, I really love that 
that idea that like the coronavirus that kind of shuts everything down, but we're still able to have hope and to like have that faith, even if we can't go to places that we wanted to go to, or we can't um, have those experiences in like the the typical places that we thought of. I, I really, I really love that. I think that's beautiful. Thank you for sharing that. Um, another um, question I had. So the title of this movie being a new hope. Um, so I usually thought of the new hope as being Luke Skywalker. Right. But I'm wondering now if, um, when they're like, so like there's the council uh, on the death star and they're talking about how fear will keep everyone like obedient and they'll make that the fear of the death star will, will make sure that everybody is following their orders. And I was wondering if the new hope is not necessarily Luke, but the new hope is the destruction of the death star that like when people see that this death star that they were so afraid of and that had so much power when it's destroyed that all of a sudden they're like, no, like they're the empire is, is not untouchable. Like we can win. There can be victories. Mm -hmm. And I was, I'm wondering what you think that um, the new hope that it's talking about is. Well, basically the, it's been like 19 years since the formation of the Republic, I think, or the, I mean, the Empire. Uh-huh. Uh, and I think, um, yeah, I know that the first victory of the, the first big victory of the rebellion was the Battle of Scarif, where uh-huh. they managed to steer the plans. And it resulted like, the destruction of half of their fleet or half of their forces. Yeah. And, but they managed to get the plans. And, uh, in, when the rebel soldier asked princess Leia, what they gave us, what they sent us, she just said hope. And I think new hope refers to both Luke because I think that's what Obi-Wan referred in his last message through the holocrons, the new hope mm-hmm. will emerge, that Luke will come and uh, help destroying the Empire, but also the hope that they can hurt the Empire, they can make them suffer, they can make the Empire have heavy losses, Yeah, and they can show the galaxy their vulnerabilities. I love that. I, I'm glad you brought up Rogue One because there's, um, so I, I recently watched Rogue One and, and we have not planned on doing an episode about Rogue One, but I, something that I really liked in that movie is, um, Jin Erso talks about how she's like, and we will go from one success to the next and we'll keep going and going and going until hopefully we have won. And I think that that's really a beautiful, um, like a beautiful thought that like sometimes hope doesn't have to be hope for like the long, big success. Sometimes hope is for the small things, right? Like being mm-hmm. hopeful that today we're going to be able to get out of bed or that being hopeful that today we're going to find ways to help someone else's day or, or any of those things. And that those little hopeful things, those are what turn into the big hopeful things. Cause I mean, yeah. Jenna Urso's work and everything that they did, if you look at it from just her perspective, it, I mean, it was successful. They sent the transmissions, but she died. She, it was, 
it, it's really sad and devastating, but like that small act of hope and rebellion is what led to this whole mm-hmm. mission being successful. So I, I, yeah, that's a really... Yeah, that whole movie is basic, based on hope. Like yeah. everything they did, going to see Sogarara and hoping not he won't kill them. And then... <laughs> yeah. Maybe it only thing that wasn't based on hope it was uh, going to Edu because they went there to kill uh, Galen or so, but yeah. also they didn't. And uh, <laughs> yeah, that was one unsuccessful uh, mission. And uh, they said that the rebel- rebellion is built on hope and that they said it like two times the movie. Uh-huh. And that's what they do they hope that they can change i yeah i love that um i had another question with um something that we kind of skipped over but like there's the whole scene um where obi-wan and luke are talking and luke asks obi-wan how his father died and that could have been like a perfect time period or time for Obi-Wan to be like, your father didn't die. He's Darth Vader. And that's this mm-hmm. really terrible, awful thing. Um, but I, I was wondering this time through watching it, I was kind of thinking, why does Obi-Wan Kenobi lie about his father's death? And I'm wondering if he does it because he wants to give Luke hope that he, you know, like you can become a Jedi and you can have the hope to become a Jedi because your father was a Jedi and he died for a good reason and um, and you can have that too. But do you think that it's like, I mean, obviously it's really devastating for Luke when he finds out that his father isn't really dead and that his father is Darth Vader. But do you think that, would it have been better for Obi-Wan to be honest about it from the beginning? Well, I don't think he lied to Luke. He just um, t- told the truth, like, weirdly. <laughs> because yeah. Anakin Skywalker was dead and that's what all the Sith say that their other self is dead that's what Kylo Ren said that Ben Solo is dead that's what uh, Darth Vader said that Anakin Skywalker is dead so basically they killed their previous self to become mm-hmm. that uh, evil machine uh, with mask I don't think that uh, the Darth Sidious said about killing him his previous self because he is ancient so but I don't think that uh, Obi-Wan did wrong telling this to Luke because if like if Luke would learn that his father is the leader of the like whole empire without his knowledge in the force he might have turned he might have uh went there and hey dad what's up can i join or something <laughs> yeah Even, i i think but, oh go for it yeah luke hated the empire at that time so maybe that wouldn't happen but uh, it would be i think it's better that he knows the truth from his father not from obi-wan yeah i i think that that's a really i don't know i think that's an interesting analysis of the of the whole situation. That's something that I'm always fascinated about is that like how it's like not, not quite lying, but just like the being a little deceptive that, um, that Obi-Wan Kenobi and sometimes Yoda are. And I think that that's, I don't know, that's just like an interesting part of the, um, 
the these Jedi that survived. Um, I talking more about Obi Wan. I think that um, the other thing that is uh, interesting about Obi Wan, he has this whole. Um, so like Luke becomes hopeful that he's going to be a Jedi. And the way that he sees that happening is because he has Obi-Wan as his like master and his, his source of, of learning. And I think that it's really interesting because, um, Obi-Wan dies and that's, I, I can't imagine how devastating that must be for Luke, but I was wondering that like, so Obi-Wan doesn't just die randomly. He sacrifices himself so that Luke and the others can get away. And I, I'm wondering if you do you think that hope, like requires sacrifice, because uh, Obi Wan sacrifices himself, but that's what like leads for or like um allows for that hope to to come forward. Well, um, we go back to the Rogue One, the whole crew, the whole Rogue crew sacrificed themselves to give hope to the galaxy. Yeah, and that was. Not, well, that was necessary since they was they were trapped in that uh, in that uh, in, in Scarif. Uh-huh. But yeah, I think Obi Wan sacrificing like Obi Wan and Vader drew the attention of the troops. They were all running to see what they were doing, yeah. and the whole crew could board the the Falcon like without interruption without contact with the with the troops and the falcon was pretty heavily guarded like i don't know like 12 troops or uh, 15 troops were there uh-huh. and i don't think that they could uh, fight their way to the falcon without obi-wan drawing them away yeah i agree i i like that you draw the connection to rogue one i think that that's exactly right they being able to that sometimes being able to help other people have hope that it does require that sacrifice. I think that's lovely. I mean, sad, but, <laughs> but yeah. a really beautiful sentiment. Um, I also, okay. The other thing, Oh, go for it. Yeah. Also, uh, the end of the Star Wars Rebels where Ezra, like literally, uh, get rid of, uh, Grand Admiral Tron by sacrificing himself as well with the Purgos, like, going with them to hyperspace, to an unknown location. No, I I like... It's really... Hope really kind of does seem to be the center of all these these movies, (laughs) being able to find that hope. I love that. Um, What was I going to say? Oh... Um, I, this is also the first time in all of the Star Wars movies, um, at least the way that they came out, that we hear the phrase, may the force be with you. Um, and I thought that that was interesting, um, cause, um, how do they say it in Hungarian? Is it, um, okay, that's what I thought. Um, so in Hungarian, that is a command, like that's a, right? Like that's like. It's not like, oh, the force can be with you if it wants to. It's like the force will be with yeah. you. Like, it, it may it be with you. And I've never thought of that phrase as a command. I've thought of it as more of like a just, you know, like, I hope that it, it's going to be with you. So 
so it makes me wonder if if um being hopeful because like may may the force be with you is supposed to be this this hopeful beautiful thing is it more like i don't know i I just thought i thought i think it's so fascinating to think of it as a command do we do we command hope are we able to to like (laughs) kind of like i don't know force hope to be there what what do you think about that well we can say to people to be more hopeful like I wish to say to Srepio to be more hopeful, but it wouldn't help, I know. <laughs> yeah, no, I, I think that that's, um, no, that, that's beautiful. I, I agree. We're hoping, like, I don't know. But it's, it's, it's the people's choice if they want to be hopeful or not. It's yeah. Like, like, I cannot, like, okay, back to the church, I'm sorry. Uh, the missionaries <laughs> always say that they don't push this, the, what they are teaching. They just invite us to pray. They don't tell us to pray. They just ask ask it and ask us to pray for faith. They don't yeah. push it. They just advise it. I love... So do you think that that's kind of what the these people are doing when they say, may the force be with you? It's like... May the force be with you, but you also, you get to choose what you do with the force. <laughs> like yeah. that kind of a deal. I love that. I think that's really cool. I like the, I like to, I like thinking of, I will always think of may the force be with you now as an invitation rather than a, uh, just like a phrase that you say. I love that. Um, so usually when we come to like the end of these episodes, I, I generally kind of ask that now that you've watched this movie and now that we've talked about it a little, what is something that you feel like you want to to take away from this, that you want to start doing now that you've, um, now that we've talked about all this? Well, I should definitely be more hopeful in life. Like, I I need to have more hope. I am I I am a bit like Sripio. <laughs> I think so, that we yeah. all are at some time. <laughs> yeah. I love that. I but I'll go for it. Hope hoping good things will happen. Hope that the coronavirus will be over and we do whatever we can to do for uh, helping this all virus stuff and like without hope, I don't think we would wear masks in supermarkets or, yeah. or anything. But I think that that with, is a uh, go for it. With hope that it will work, then we can just do it. I love that. I love thinking of wearing a mask as an act of hope. I think that that's really cool. I I want to. I mean, you talked about it and about uh we were talking about how hope especially with leia hope is is like a powerful thing and i love that you said that leia's hope um defeats darth vader and the empire and i i think about all the things in in my life that i view as as oppressive and and whether that is you know when i am fighting against injustices or when whether i am trying to um help the people in my life that are in um, minorities or that are in groups that are discriminated against that I want to be able to use my hope 
and translate that into power so that I can defeat those oppressive forces. And I, I really want to, I think that those small acts of, of hope, like wearing a mask, that, that those are, are powerful because they are, they are defeating those oppressive things. And I, I want to, to have that mindset so that when I am, you know, when I go out to protest for, um, the Black Lives Matter movement, or when I want to go and, um, and help people realize how important it is to wear masks, that, that that act of hope is also an act to defeat, um, defeat the, the oppressive forces. I, I don't know. That's been really impactful to me. So I, um, I want to be more hopeful too. (laughs) (laughs) I, I think that this is, I don't know, this has been a a lot more, there's a lot more to this than I was originally thinking. And I I already thought that there was a lot of, a lot of hope in this movie, but that's, I don't know, that's beautiful. Yeah. Um, I think it's an amazing movie and the, like the whole galaxy that it started, the whole movie franchise. I think it's, it was a big, like George Lucas had to hope that it will work out for him. (laughs) That's true. That is very true. Uh, yeah, it is all all based in hope. I guess I want yeah. to, I want to be able to look out at the the binary sunset, watch the two suns go down. And I want to <laughs> feel. I want to feel hopeful. I want to feel that something's coming and that that it's gonna be bigger than me. I love that. Yeah. Also, that Luke had to be hopeful to get away from that planet. <laughs> <laughs> yeah it's really funny i i mean i like to think that um if i were looking at the binary sunset that i would be envisioning a, a beautiful and brighter future but i think that luke looks at that sunset and he's like man i want to get away from here i'm so sick of this yeah. place uh, there's a deleted scene where luke and his friend were looking at the sky where the battle between the uh-huh. uh, i i will not know the name of the rebel ship the, but the Star I think it's Destroyer like the and the Rebel. 10T4, yeah. And they saw it and they were looking at it with their, um, like, I have, like uh, what do you call the after in English? I mean, I think that they call it binoculars, but like, binoculars. <laughs> they're looking at the space, okay. so I don't know, whatever. Yeah, they were looking and hoping to join that fight one day. <laughs> and yeah. they did. Like they did. Friend, not for a long time, but. He was part of the destruction of the Death Star. Yeah, I love that. Well, Gabor, thank you so much for talking with me today uh, about this. I really appreciate it. Thank um, you for the invitation. Star Wars <laughs> has been a huge part of my life. And I was thinking about how long I know Star Wars and I just can't think of it. Because Same. I, I was like four or five when I first saw The New Hope. And I uh-huh. remember the first time I saw Star Wars in the cinema was The Revenge of the Seat. I was like eight at that time. Uh-huh. Man, I, I, just, I feel the same way. I just way. love Star Wars. I love, I love that, that there are so many people that can't remember the first time that they watched Star Wars. Yeah. I think that's so cool. It's beautiful. Well, it's thank childhood. you again. it is our childhood thank you again so much for being a part of this and um we'll have to do it again soon sometime (laughs) all right i'm glad i could join you (laughs) okay
I hope that all of you are doing well, and I'll see you soon.